Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Hey girls. <laughs> welcome. Perfect. Welcome back to this. That's right. I am Emmanuel Lewis's TikTok. <laughs> and I am Janine Teague's eating ribs on a date. This is the read. Thank you for coming back. All foods to eat on a date, but it's fine. Yeah. No, you I mean if you know, you know. It's it's something else. What's going on over there? But yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming back to the show. Yes, thank you for joining us once again back on this particular program. Well, how are things going with you? We um, <laughs> it's a new. We, have we done a podcast this year? Yes. Okay. Certainly. We missed last week. Right. Whatever. Hello. Hello. Yeah. So I am. Here, the semester has started back again, so I just want to say to the universe that I appreciated every fucking minute that I was not in school. I just want you to know, I I really f- took full advantage of, like, them 37 days when I did not have to think about school. I really loved it, so, um, but we're back, and so, you know, I'm, I'm depressed, but blessed, even though, you know, a little stressed. And and uh, hoping that things will turn around soon. What about you? For the best, was right there. Um, Damn. Damn. I. What? How is Link? Because. No one cares. <laughs> because, bitch, she go sit down. What do you, and then here's your problem. You know you're not allowed. You're not allowed in here. That's the thing. Show you're not allowed out. in this room. And so while I'm distracted, you're like, oh, what's this? Oh, oh, is this, this so indulgent? Well, okay, okay, well, what's over here? Oh, wait. Yeah, sit your ass down and get comfortable, bitch. <laughs> sit down. Mm. Sit. No, Why are you frozen? No, she's not going to do that. She said, going to get back to your show, whatever it was you was doing. Don't mind me. I don't touch that. Leave that. Not with a lot. Anyway. Um, I had like a really scary, disassociative, like mentally trash past week. Mm-hmm. Big part of why we didn't tape last week, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I'm like in the process of pulling myself out of it. But I'm also like today, I feel like I got lucky and like woke up feeling half decent. <laughs> Lip look close. <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. Go ahead. Feeling half decent and then like you know, going to work, feeling active Mm -hmm. and whatever. But my thing is, it's like, I don't, I'm still figuring out a lot of my own triggers and a lot of that also has to do with living in a new city and experiencing all new things and needing a break probably and a whole bunch of other factors that I've also feel like in the here and now of my adult life, I don't have much time to really unpack. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, no, girl, I have to go to work tomorrow. And yes. I also work in comedy where we have to go and, like, laugh. Yeah, the creativity needs to be on. Yeah, but so just, like, the joy. Yeah. You know, like, you have to at least be in a place that is, like, either gleeful enough that you can get to it or is, I think, trained and talented enough that you can either maneuver through it or harness that like yeah. darkness into comedy. It's true. Um and all of that is really hard for me and I'm still figuring some of it out, but whatever, I'm here. Yeah, you're here and um I'm glad that you're feeling better than you were last week and But it's like what about tomorrow? What if I feel horrible tomorrow? Well, you know, you you might, but we'll get through tomorrow just like we got through yesterday and every day that came before it. We will tackle we'll it as it comes. Tomorrow, today. I made that up. I was about to say, is that a song that I don't know? Some other black classic that niggas are going to drag no. me for not knowing? Okay. Don't let Taylor Swift hear it. Oh, Jesus. Time. Please don't do that. I don't know why. She has grown on me lately. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry? I don't know what it is. I think it's because that little clip from, you know what? Never mind. I regretted saying it as soon as I said it. And it's just. That little clip from. It's uh, the a little clip from one of her songs going around TikTok. It's like it gets played on every fucking Instagram that it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. You know that one, right? Yeah, I okay. agree. So. <laughs> Can't argue with her on that. <laughs> I've never heard it. Uh, I've seen some very funny TikToks and reels associated with that sound. And so I think maybe that's why it doesn't take a lot for me to start to warm up towards people that I generally yeah. don't care for. I always accidentally um, bump into a song of hers that I'm like, oh, this is she catchy. has bops. She really does. Uh, yeah, I've never denied that. You know, Megan, that movie the the doll movie oh the possessed the doll. doll now you know i did not see that you know chucky for the new age i guess Mm-mm. um that it's nice to have a friend that song that's in the trailer oh, that's a taylor swift song oh i didn't know i didn't that. know it <laughs> yeah but they also like tried to do the the sort of jordan peely remixing of pop culture mm-hmm. hot 100 song into a creepy thing yeah they tried to do it with that and i think that they did it they did it quite well because I liked it when I thought it was like on some creepy, yeah. impetuous, I'm yep. going to make like a Somebody else. Halloween song thing. Yeah. And then it was like, no, this is just Taylor Swift playing guitar singing about friendship. <laughs> Why are you going to get this Care Bear ass <laughs> dumbass? <laughs> yeah, she sneaks up on me like that. So, but anyway. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. 
Chicken uh, but we're here. We're queer. Mm-hmm. What do, uh, What are you going to do about it? What is the saying? Uh, I actually don't know how the end of that goes. Get used to it. I get think. used to it. I think it's get used to it. Even though, honestly. Sit your ass down. Oh, no. I yelled at her. She ran out the room. Oh. I'm sorry. Come back. See, that was too much. You crossed the line. <laughs> Come back. I hope she goes to tell. <laughs> I have to raise my voice. You're going to, yeah, you're going to pay for that. Yeah, I'm going to find Apologize. something steaming in my bed. <laughs> it's what you deserve. Something steaming in my bed. Mess. <laughs> now, why would you do that? <laughs> Man, I used to love that song. <laughs> so, Black Excellence this week, um, we're going to go ahead and give that to one. I feel bad. Link. Damn. Link, do you come wanna, here. Do you want to, like, stop recording and go get her? No, it's fine. Uh, come here. Sure, come. Um, this is what you deserve. Why would you do it like that? <laughs> I don't know. I just... Because, like, girl, don't disturb me. I'm working. This is why your bed is more expensive than mine. <laughs> because I have to do this. But you're working at the house. So, really, that's your fault. Come here, mom. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Come here, Mama. Hi, Mama. Oh, she looks good. Did you just get back from the beauty shop? Listen, she just got, you know, herself a bob. I see you look good. You cute. Done. Feeling herself. Listen, she looks very rich. Yeah, she is. She looks like, you know how rich people carry around an iPhone with no case? Yes. That's what That's she looks like. That's her attitude with life, honestly. Yeah. She looks like a pristine iPhone, no case, middle of the street. But it's not only, like, not only can I afford to walk around with an iPhone without a case on it, I actively chuck it at the oh, pavement yeah, 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 and break yeah, yeah. it on purpose. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> because I'm not going to replace it, but the person who purchased it will. But it will be replaced. That's right. Yeah. And so she, I'm going to get another. And so she can run around and get filthy and do whatever she wants to because when it comes down to it you're taking her ass on down to the groomer hi mama she's gonna get her nails done hi okay that is a kept woman (laughs) hey mommy oh she's so sweet all right black excellence this week is gonna go ahead i'm gonna do it for the nerds and i'm gonna give it to angela the doll baby bassett Oh, yeah. Because she is nominated for an Academy Award. I think this is the 95th annual Oscars. Yeah, I think 95 or 96, something like that, yeah. She's nominated for her role in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Listen, not only is she nominated for it, she is the first and only mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe nominee Say it. so far. And the almost 30 movies, maybe 30 or so yeah. movies so many. in the MCU so far, only one person has made it to the uh, the Oscars. <sighs> and really, besides her and like Heath Ledger, there really are very, very few comic book adaptation mm. Um nominees. Right. Like, you know, the Academy Awards are very bourgeois. They are. You know, the best picture usually consists half the nominees are films you haven't heard of. Correct. Definitely didn't see. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, one of them is in a completely different language, and it's probably the one to beat. I mean, it's probably the best one, to be honest, because... It's probably the one to to beat. Parasite was so good. (laughs) Woo, girl! Um, so, yes, Angela Bassett, Blackness, Black women, they have brought the MCU and comic bookery mm-hmm. to the Oscars. Yes. When it premieres or or when they, they come back around in the next few weeks. I can't remember what the show is. Um, and deserved. I mean, she showed her ass in this Black Thank Panther. You. I'm not going to get too much into details of what happens with Queen Ramonda. Oh, we're uh, not. For the... F- I mean, girl, let's just... I mean, the movie has been out for months. It's still in theaters, but it has been out for months. If you haven't seen Black Panther 2 yet, it is just not high on your priority list. Listen, the queen was like, bitch, have I not given every... Like... What more? Husband, dead. Son, dead. Daughter, missing. Why are you having... Why are you speaking to me? Who do you think you are? You look out on beat your ass and then have them throw you in jail. And I really felt for Okoye. I did. My heart broke. Me too. Because I I was just like, I mean, because, I mean, it was Loyalty doesn't get more loyal. I mean, and, and like, turning around on Okoye being like, you let that stranger danger nigga come in here and you was in line with him. She's like, but that's what, like, literally what I'm supposed to do. And you know how I feel about you. Like, you know how I feel about you. Like, Okoye crying and... The Woo! queen, the queen going. Good. Uh, I said, "Oh my god!" In that moment, I think we all knew, like, "Bitch, this is it. This is and and she has been deserved it." I hate that it takes our black icons until they are in like their fifties and sixties for white people to start acting like. Couldn't tell looking at Angela. I mean, you would what like so fine, but just I mean, absolutely blew that movie. It's what I mean. If you've seen it, which most of you, I'm sure, have, like, it's not even like she is the main character of the movie. Like, she's obviously not the the story isn't necessarily revolving around her. But every scene she's in, she's punching your ass in the fucking face like Viola Davis in doubt. We say we bring it up mm-hmm. all the time when people talk about powerful performances that aren't on screen for the whole fucking movie. Like Viola Vincent. Like Viola in- Oh, well, come on. I mean, and that's one who ap- who got snubbed and shut out. And I don't really understand the rationale behind that. I don't get how Viola Davis wasn't nominated for her role in Woman King. But I'm celebrating the joy that is owed to our queen mother, the devotion, the love, the respect, because, I mean, fully deserved and absolutely turned that performance out. Like, oh, yeah. whoo, Queen Ramonda, just that bitch. Oh, yeah. oh, and when she died, oh my God. It was, listen, the I, first time I watched it after that, I was like, oh, so I have to leave. I like, you're said, asking me to leave. I said, Ryan, there's no way you're doing this to me. Like, there's no way that we had I started understood. with Chadwick's death. And then you, and then you did this to me again. I, maybe a smooth 12 minutes later, I was like, okay, I see why you did this. For the plot, sure. But for my emotions? But, like, not for nothing. Okay, I'm just going to say, Mike. Like, honestly, I think that had, like, with Chadwick actually having been gone, mm-hmm. it's like, I think, 
Like if Chad, okay, if Chadwick were able to film, mm-hmm. she probably would have gone into the astral plane yeah. and seen him. Right. Right. They needed to have this balance first, and then the fact that he did, it's like she is is battling this, this the whole time this yeah. darkness and and that's attached to her grief and um guilt and all this yeah. other stuff. So I thought it was really cool that like I didn't know how they were going to fix Killmonger into the sequel, but I thought it was really cool how they yeah. were like they showcase her battling between mm-hmm. seeing him versus seeing her mother who was like, now girl, we We're talked gonna, about this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> now you got this. Let's do it. Oh, Stop. And not, right. not my dumb ass sitting there like, <laughs> where's Chadwick? Like for half a mm-hmm. second, I, I'm like, like, why are we looking at this nigga? And then, you know, just... That's that's me getting caught up in in the Disney Marvel magic and the whole, you know, Black Panther is the only comic book movie I've ever really given a shit about. So, yeah, they're also like very like sort of rearranging a lot of mm-hmm. the cast and the overall ensemble mm-hmm. that's standing at the forefront of the MC right now. I'm fully prepared for, for for Paul Rudd to die in this Ant-Man movie next month. Um, oh, I don't... I don't that's just my I theory. I don't think he's gonna make it. Oh, yeah, it's none of your business. That's why. <laughs> but... Jonathan Major's fine ass is the villain. Oh, oh, that's right. I am seeing that. <laughs> he's Kang. I he's forgot. gonna be the bad guy in this... Um, <laughs> In this next one, I fully am prepared for Paul Rudd to go. Um, because it's not the comics. These are real living people that get old and want to do other shit. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> like I Yeah, I think Paul Rudd has done two Ant-Man movies. He's appeared in a couple of the other ones, Civil War, the Infinity War movies, all that other shit. So between the Wasp and his daughter. Come, now we're doing a whole bunch of other. We're doing like an MCU podcast. True. Angela Bassett. Yes. Work. Congratulations. Congratulations. And um, it is much deserved. And I can't wait to see what she wears. I can't wait to see, uh, hear what she has to say. And um, yes, girlies, the MCU is at the Oscars, is at the Academy Awards, and you can thank Black people. Um, And then my... Other one. Oh, that's it. That's all I have because I mean I'm not. There's lots of great uh, image award nominees. Oh, <laughs> the NAACP image award nominations came out. Yes, lots of great people. Congratulations to Dustin and Ebony for their nomination. Yes, for their podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, Congratulations, Sarita Singleton. Um, showrunner of Rap Shit. Nominated for, I think it's congrats. Breakthrough Creative. Okay. Forgive me if I'm, like, misquoting, misrepresenting the cat- exact category. That's like a Breakthrough Creative 
uh, category, something like that. And our showrunner is nominated alongside. I think Quint is in that category too. Quint is in talented like people. I mean, I mean, it's the Image Awards, so it's all your favorite blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have been nominated. So that's really exciting. So congratulations to everyone who got it. Um, another you know small little podcast that you may have heard of called The Read. <laughs> oh, I was like, Ooh. no. <laughs> There's a lot of podcasts I know she put it in the notes and you're like, mm, I'm going to skip right over that. But I will say thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the NAACP for nominating us um, in our in that podcast category. I was truly honored. Like, I really had to take a step back and be like, damn, I am really proud of that and very, very thankful. So thank you for the nomination and thank you to everybody who is going on the website and voting for us because that is just so dope. And I'm really excited. Yeah, that turned my week around when, or it did a very good job in the attempt. It was like, um, I remember having like a really, really, really bad week. And that helped kind of shift things back into perspective a little bit. And it was just like, especially because... Last year was like a really rough year, and yes. it was like uh, one where I think we both needed um, to like have time to ourselves and just like have breaks and stuff like that. But I super had like my own episode, which is recorded and discussed. So to still, you know, have that recognition and love mm-hmm. and support is like it really means a lot, and it felt. It felt really good to see, so I'm very appreciative as well yeah. of the nomination and any and everyone who had anything to do with it, as well as the continued support attached to it. Thanks a lot, and thanks for still listening to this raggedy getaway shit that we've been doing. Ten years, Ten years. later, yes, so yeah. thank you. Very, very humbled and grateful for that. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it 
I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are... The first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. Or broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by... I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Okay, so this week in our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops, that time I got reincarnated as a bottom. <sighs> Let's start with some more Black excellence because one, Beyonce, Giselle Knowles, Cartier. Let's just... Did you see these video clips? I really watched, like, maybe three. Okay. Um, because I felt like it was none of my business. Um, if she wanted me to see it, she would let me. And FOMO. Yeah. So I saw a couple of things. But if you didn't know, if you haven't known, you've been under a rock or whatever. Beyonce had a show in Dubai this past weekend. Her first concert since 2018. Um, she went in, did a show for one simple living hour, and scooped up 24 million U.S. tender. What? Is that a real number? <laughs> 24 million dollars. For an hour-long show? For an hour-long show at the Atlantis Royal Resort in Dubai, which was part of uh, the resort's three-day opening celebration. And I mean, girl, if you're going to celebrate any goddamn That's how thing, you do it. That is how you fucking do it. Having Beyonce kick shit off, I guess, is how to do it. And I was like, oh, yes, girly. Mm -hmm. That resort, that hotel is in for some things. And then I remember the Rebel, which is no longer open. So, like, girl, I don't know. But... Who, who, can, here who now can tell? Things? Yeah, who can't predict the future, but what a way to start things off. <laughs> if you're going to spend your money, spend it wisely. That's right. And, and I think Beyonce is the coin, because I would have never heard of your resort likely otherwise. <laughs> I mean, and and I was impressed with how she adapted the show for <laughs> Dubai and their, all their requirements around, like, modesty and all that. The dancers were super covered up. Um but, yeah, I just thought she looked gorgeous. Um, and normally I don't watch leaked Beyonce footage because I want to wait and see it for myself or right. whenever she's going to put it out. But I already know this is not coming out. Like, this belongs to them people. And 
<laughs> and so <laughs> I yeah I ate it all up I saved as many of those videos as I could before they were removed from the internet but the way I just want to talk about two of them in particular mm-hmm. oh I feel and, like I know at least one well and I want to talk about this rumor I don't, I'm not sure if this is true that she just had foot surgery or something recently did you hear that I I did hear whispers about something uh, happening with her foot. Yeah. I, I didn't get into it. Okay. So I, since that's unsubstantiated, I won't comment further. But I will say if she did suffer some kind of injury and that has anything to do with why there are no videos for Renaissance, then it's all the more reason why y'all need to just shut the hell up and mind your business and wait for her to give you whatever it is she's going to give you, which is what I've been saying since the album came out. And for some reason, it's still not clicking with you niggas. Like, it'll, you'll get it when and if you get it. And that's all yeah. there is to it. And I'm just not sure why y'all continue to stress yourselves about when it. When and if. Because if, you know how that bitch is. You know how she is. So <laughs> I just refuse to let that take up too much of my mental inventory. But And to that, I also feel like Beyonce, I feel like Beyonce, she releases when she is 100% ready. Not 99, not 98, and certainly not 90. I'm done. I'm finished. No further notes. Mm-hmm. No further concerns. Yep. We're good. I don't give a fuck what Twitter's talking about. Yep. That app is half dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, it we're dropping when matter. I'm done. That's right. And that's why she's Beyonce and the other girls are the other girls. And I just feel like, ultimately, two things. One, when this shit drops, whenever the visuals drop, if they drop, Mm -hmm. it is just going to reinvigorate the power in an already powerful and unmoved piece of work. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) This fucking album still carrying me through. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. So if you release this shit next week, next month, it's just going to be like, oh my God! all over again and now I just have visual representation Mm -hmm. to go along with that furthermore I don't know how much I need to attach myself to rumors about oh well her foot like first of all if her foot is hurt that to me is two things A okay well soon get Mm -hmm. better soon I hope you're gonna be okay B mama was putting her whole ass (laughs) Into whatever the fuck yep. was taking place right. for that shit to happen. Mm-hmm. We didn't hear nothing about her breaking her goddamn foot when she was doing the girls who won the world video. No, we didn't. Remember not. when she was out there doing all the like mm-hmm. when I still can't do that shit. <laughs> I still can't do that shit that she was doing <laughs> that, that does video. The choreography. <laughs> no, that footwork. So no, no, no. no. If so if she has 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 hurt her foot or whatever like that. I hope that she gets well and gets back to to 100% soon. Mm -hmm. And that makes me think that mama showed her ass in whatever was taking place. Further reason for me to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up alongside the fact that, bitch, we're going to get it when we get it. And that's always... If we get it! Like, since Beyonce got rid of Matthew as her manager, that has been true. 
you get it whenever the fuck she's ready. Oh, alongside I meant to say, she's also, again, I think, I I believe Beyonce, like I said, is one who's just going to be like, this is going to be done when it's done. Yeah, of course. Like, her her whole ass feet could be complete, both feet, fine. They could be fine. Could be. And that would, and that would be just fine. And she's just like, I'm not finished. Actually, the album came out and I heard it again or a reaction to this song or that part or whatever was this and it made me think this. And then I was like, oh, no shit, everything now we're doing it again. A, I have, I'm Beyonce, so I can. B, mm-hmm. I'm Beyonce, so I will, bitch. <laughs> it could like, be anything. It really could be anything. It could be waiting on other people's schedules. Maybe there's somebody she wants to include in it. Like, you really have no idea. And stressing out about it bitching about it on Instagram and TikTok is not going to change the fact that that woman does what she wants to and she doesn't have to play by whatever rules you think she should have to abide by. She just doesn't. She's not like everybody else. I don't know how y'all don't get that. Where How, how are we even this deep? How do y'all not get still, it? What's, what's the problem? You know, I, I am still waiting on, I just want her to give me the tour schedule. Please, Beyonce, I'm trying to get my summer together. That's all I'm asking for. The exact, and then like after watching those clips. Dates and, and locations, And how mama sister. is really just like, girl, first of all, this is an hour. Like, really, this was, this is a belch of a show. This is like, yep. me really coming out and giving you an hour-long mm-hmm. piece of a, a private invitation only. Yeah. Now, I know y'all are going to see it. I know they're going to do their little recordings and stuff. Of course. But this is me doing something private that you ragged bitches should not see. When I go global and all eyes, <laughs> the way that she's doing rearrangements. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh. okay. See, the way there's, and we're talking you. about... Thank you. Old music. We're not talking None about of it is new. new stuff. None of it is new. We're not talking about new stuff. None of it is new. If this is how you're feeling about the songs you've re- you performed Bitch. hundreds of thousands of times, wait until she sticks her feet <laughs> into the puss of Renaissance <laughs> on stage. Uh, we know how you girls like toast. <laughs> In your vaginas. Tour is going to be one. Well, this is I. We've said this yep. on the show. This is going to be the one. I mean, you know how I, this is going to be the. I'm one. literally just waiting on dates and locations. Beyonce, this is going to be the. I'm one. I'm not asking no further questions, and I'm so glad you brought up how she has been revising the music. Because let me tell you what that foot we don't know, but you know what's not hurt or sprained or strained or broken. This right here. That larynx, bitch. That right there. <laughs> that whole throat. Oh, that right there. Fully operational. That, right there. that. That right there. That drunken love ending when they strapped that bitch. <laughs> First of all, Beyonce old death defying ass. I just know she loves scary roller coasters just like me. I know she do. Down. Because this bitch won't hesitate to get strapped into something and then rocketed 60 fucking feet into the air. <laughs> what are you doing? Like... It's only a matter of time before she gets into a full evil Knievel gown. Yes, I can't wear her. 
and has someone toss her into a cannon and blast her across the stadium. <laughs> I'm not even going to embarrass myself trying to replicate the sound she made with her throat when she did yeah, when she that. did the ending to Drunken Love. If you haven't seen that, I don't know. Go find it somewhere. Somebody got it posted. It's somewhere. everywhere. Oh, which is my God. back to my point, which I've seen some of the internet make already as well. Stop playing with the doll, baby. Stop playing with the doll. She takes her that. break. She go raise her kids and am I her business and get back to her when she has more music and shit to release or a mm-hmm. soundtrack or a production or whatever. And y'all be trying to play in the meantime with her abilities. Don't, y'all oh, be no. trying to debate oh. in the meantime oh. with her little abilities or whatever. Leave and then that. she comes out for a private inv- once again, we should not have seen this. We weren't supposed to see none of it. Because we weren't invited. And y'all are still on the reels and the tops recreating her runs. I mean, trying to recreate. A bad job. Most of y'all need to not do that. Oof. Most of y'all have got to stop. Mm mm. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. I don't nope. have anything else you to say. You do not sound like her. You don't sound better than her. So Yes, I do. Not Blue Ivy coming yes, out. Yes, that was the other thing. That was the other clip. I was saying, oh well. Now she brought the manager on stage. Not Blue Ivy, the god taller than me. Taller than me. <sighs> She's like 12. <laughs> Yeah, she really is, I think, <laughs> taller than you at this point. Yeah, no, I'm sure I'm sure she is. I, but... saw, I read that the whole family was there. Jay-Z was there, Tina and Matthew, apparently. Oh, the damn. Kids. The twins probably um, taller than me at this point. You know, I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not particular. What are they, five? Five or six. I think they're six now. I don't know. Something like that. But That's crazy. Blue Ivy gave y'all a cute little... <laughs> Eight counts. She was really getting into yeah, her, her award-winning, her yeah. award-winning piece of music. I mean, you know, because you know, Brown Skigger, that is her and, song and chart-topping piece yeah, of music that, is, that she's a part of. It's her hit, right? No, it's her fucking hit. And then Beyonce <laughs> putting that hand out ever so graciously to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm touching your braids because we're at the braids part of the song, but also they didn't they didn't pay for you." So <laughs> they don't they don't have the budget for you just yet, sister. So yeah. you go you gave them a little taste and that's fun. And we love to keep the girls thirsty and desperate over here. So good job. But gone in really back. That in. was natural, too. Blue is just like <laughs> not even it, like it like the icon naturally yeah. just came out. Right. Like it wasn't even. I don't even think that she realized that she was giving you choreography. Her mama literally had to be like, girly, they didn't pay for that. They didn't. mm -mm. She did it just like... That's a whole different conversation. Like she was showing the twins how to do it or something. It was like, you know, she just automatically slips into her little moves and then was like, oh, right, right, right. But it's also so cute because it's like, Oh, she's a kid. She's a little girl. Yeah, she's a little kid. She is still, like, I think she just turned 12. Did no. Blue just turn 12 or 13? Blue has to be 10 still. No, no, she is not. <laughs> you shut your stank mouth. <laughs> I think she just turned 12. 11. She's 11. Okay. She's 11. She's just All right. 11. So 11. So yes, still very much a little girl, but it's just so dope to see her like really growing up and just, uh, uh, anyway, I, I said, thank you, Lord. I know we would not you know, supposed to technically see any of this, but I am so grateful <laughs> because we haven't seen Blue since uh, the um, Academy Awards performance when she tow up that damn tennis court. 
Remember when she had to come out and show the girls again oh, halfway right. through that, um, halfway through the choreography for that uh, King Richard um, movie. But anyway, anyway, it was just so cute and it just filled my heart up. And I'm honestly, Beyonce, I'm just ready for the tour. I'm ready for the tour, yeah, baby. Whenever you're ready, doll. whenever you're ready, I am ready. So good, so good. Mm-hmm. Yes, blue with That's your so- little pantsuit. She's so yeah, cute. Oh! is a mom. Looking like her she mama. Has children. She has children. So many of them. Three kids. So many kids. So many children. And look. look. I used to recreate bills, bills, bills with my cousins in my grandma's <laughs> family room. And now that bills, bills, bills girl has grown up and has all these children of her and own. And this little girl will be her the age she was in that video and like, Six years or so. <laughs> yeah. Another five years or so, maybe. So. Oh, that is crazy. Looking okay. like Solange. She looks like Solange. She really does. Uh, okay. Let me stop. Let me chill on the standing, but wow. Yeah, the standing. Thank you. Thank you to the people who released those clips because that did something for my spirit. I saw, okay, like I will say, I saw the look with with her and Blue. I saw the crazy ending with her being raised into the air. I forgot how many feet and the water everywhere and her doing all those runs. And then I saw, um, I saw like the intro she did to Countdown. Yeah. And I think. And how she kind of reworks that. Yeah, I just, I feel like at this point, they're all kind of running together in my head. And I didn't save all of them like I should have. But, I mean, considering how many people were there, they did a pretty good job of not letting too much get out. Like, it it could have been the whole damn show. And I honestly wish I had found that link. But, you know, just whenever you're ready, Beyonce, my spirit, I'm here. Because I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Fuck school. I skip school. Um, all right. What's on the docket? Oh, um, so, I'll be honest, I don't know where I want to go from here. Okay. Is it, is it from, is it like, are we going straight to hell? Well, nothing else is is, is exciting. Well, no, I mean, it couldn't be, so. Drake had a show at the, um, at the Apollo theater in harlem new york two shows Mm. two back-to-back shows presented by sirius xm alongside uh drake's own radio show sound 42 Mm. and it sounds like uh the new york city tri-state area attendees had themselves a wang dang doodle of time things that took place include drake performing in a degrassi jersey uh, on stage in a recreation of the bedroom that he wrote a bunch of his songs in in his mama's basement. Excuse me. Lord. Um, and him bringing out Jim Jones, uh, Joel Santana, Freaky Ziki, while wearing Cameron's um, famous pink mink coat yeah. and mink headband, which in retrospect and like live 
not cute. Like, I feel like furs have come, like, a long way in terms of, like, luxury and style and mm-hmm. silhouettes. Sure. This shit look like he got it at Rainbow. Damn. Or, like... <laughs> Damn. I don't know what, like, it's not... It's... it's I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't but, that, like, the exact... Didn't he, like, get that off of camera? <laughs> he said it's his actual mink. It's yeah. not, like whatever like and i don't know how also you know i'm a big dipset fan i've said before on the on the um the podcast i am sort of a dipset slut i've been a nerd for them since high school so you know this would get me um but i'm also um they they beef a lot like i'm never sure when all of them are getting along Mm-hmm. I'm only sure all of them are getting along when they have a show and they're all there performing. That makes sense. So the fact that, and I saw, I don't know how, but I saw a clip uh, recently of Cameron dancing with Mendeecees somewhere. Wow. Like they were at some function together. And I know Mendeece and Jim Jones, like, famously got into some street fight at one point. So I felt like, oh, well, if he's kicking it with him, then is he who with Jim right now? And then I didn't see him here. So I'm like, maybe he's not. I really don't know. But I don't know how he got his hands on this mink. I guess I also don't care. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think I, you know, just randomly heard somewhere that he, like, literally bought or rented or just asked Cameron to borrow his something. And he was like, yeah, nigga, here. So... That was that. I don't know. I I mean... They also, why not? It's ugly. I have a feeling people who were there really enjoyed themselves. Like, Drake has had Probably. quite the career. That nigga really does have a bunch of hits. And so, this did whole, like... that list? I did. And the whole, you know, walk down memory lane and the recreating the childhood bedroom and everything. I can see how that would be a really entertaining show. I'm just honestly still a little bit annoyed with him for that shit he pulled with Meg. Walk into the room, <laughs> sit down, first, your first. tea is poured, <laughs> here we are, I am. in my mind. I'm still That's very irritated by that. That's how I feel. It was unfucking called for. She That's didn't deserve it, and I ain't heard no apology. So, I'm like, yeah, okay, fun for y'all. Looks like y'all had a good time, but womp. I'm in my feelings I'm about still that nigga. <laughs> in my feelings. <laughs> proud you are <laughs> i am because i don't like this that pull this yeah, should be cool i don't no. I, I agree it was unnecessary it was ugly and like girl i don't know what the fuck you were thinking about i'm not yeah i, yeah, I still feel some kind of way but i'm sure the 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 folks that were there did enjoy themselves yeah um except maybe someone who fell from the balcony did you hear about this i did and i wondered what the hell had to happen for you to i mean i've been to the apollo many times and i don't i've never seen anybody fall over the were you like leaning over trying to get a really good video or picture or something like how did that happen because it's not just it's not easy to do so I didn't know if maybe somebody was on drugs or drunk and not paying attention. I didn't really. But it's they said that nobody was seriously injured. And I think they only took like a 10 or 15 minute break before Drake came back out and finished the show. So I guess it wasn't too serious. Thank God. But 
That was crazy. I'm thinking, what if somebody did that at one of our shows at the Apollo? If somebody fell off the fucking balcony, I would be... Uh-uh. No, I'm sorry. I would be what traumatized. The they did was just stop. That and just be like, holy fuck. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would go backstage, take a shot. Yeah, I would need a wait moment. Wait for confirmation that the person is like okay, and right. okay. Yeah. And I'd probably try to finish. Yeah, no, I would come back out and finish the show, but like, bitch, did y'all see that? Like, that was And Until crazy. then, yeah, I would be eating my fingernails <laughs> off of my damn hands right. and drinking Praying Hennessy. to God that somebody didn't die at my show. Jesus. Right. So, yeah, I felt for, you know, whoever that was, hopefully they really are okay, but... Otherwise, I thought, damn, if Drake didn't get on my fucking nerves, that would have been a dope show to go to. But I'm too irritated with him to support him that way right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm mad at him right now. Yeah, so. And I'm still mad. And I'm going to stay mad for a little while. And I'm stay mad. Yeah. Too bad. I would love an apology to Megan. Drake, you could sure. do that. That would go a long fucking way. I would love that. You know, figure out some fucking poetic, I wrote this song about how I feel about apologizing to women. Yeah. He'll do a, he'll put a, yeah, he'll put a line in it in some other song, like, I don't know, something about how he fucked up and made the black women mad and he's sorry to his queens and I'm just a man and I'm stupid. (laughs) He always does manage to, like, get back in. He does. Because Ice Spice was at his show. See. And he, like, famously, like, followed her and, like, had her, like, met up with her at some point and then unfollowed her and then, like, allegedly dissed her on the song, even though that could have been about anything. Like, he had some, he has some line on that, on that last project about someone being fired but her music is trash or something. I don't remember the exact oh. line. But there's like a line that's very vague okay. and people were like, oh, this must be about Ice Spice. Oh, like, that bitch a 10 but something, something. Okay. And well, Ice I mean, Spice responded and was like, oh, at least I'm still a 10. But she was at the show mm. and said that since he unfollowed her, they've spoken and they're cool and blah, blah, blah. So that, he finds a way. That whole follow, unfollow thing... Uh, I mean, I get it and I don't, but also like that girl is like 22, 23 and Drake is like 37 years old. So <laughs> he's not older than me. I mean, he's oh, 36 then, like he's definitely in his late 30s. And so I just don't mid to late 30s. I think he's 34, 35 cuz uh, I think I'm older than him. Are I'm you? definitely older than Drake. Are you? I'm about yeah. to say, It says Drake is 36. Really? October 24, I thought I was older than her. 1986. So work. So. I am young and proud, <laughs> diva. I want that. Oh, old that man is to you. Minus old man. That business. is you. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, the baby. You live your prepubescent. You're in middle she school. Is so young. Yes, it's giving Gen A. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize I was this youthful infant. <laughs> so, I just want you know. It, that's not the first time Drake has been associated with somebody way, way younger. And I would just appreciate him, you know, not doing that. <laughs> Women closer to your own age would be lovely. But yeah, anyway, what was we was we talking about? Was we done talking about the him? show was probably fine. Yeah. Moving no, on. It probably was. Um, what else we got? Uh... Oh, OK. Here's one. So, 
Nia Long had to jump onto your Instagram blogs to let y'all know that she's single after, I guess, people were running with the very basic of romance rumors when they saw her on the red carpet, uh, I think, for her latest film, You People, Mm. uh, with Omarion. So she's in this new Netflix movie called You People, I think, which stars Eddie Murphy and Seth. Not Seth Rogen. My God, I always do this. Seth, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. I know people's names. <laughs> I know why people's names. Oh. And, um, yeah, she was like, take pictures, being fine. You know, the normal Nia oh, Long schedule. Yep. And uh, Omarion, I guess, was also uh, in attendance for the premiere. And he was on the red carpet. And they were taking some pictures together. And so they got, like, a clip of them smiling, both being good-looking, taking pictures together. And then, um, at one point, Nia, like, grabs Omarion's hand mm-hmm. and, like, walks a couple of steps with him. And then, like, they take another picture. And he's, like, com- like very clearly geeked. Like, <laughs> like he's, like... <laughs> Right. Losing his shit. Of course. Um, <laughs> it's fucking Nia Long. I right. would. I'm fucking gay as hell. So he looks so happy. Right. <laughs> like, who wouldn't, right? Overjoyed. Um, <laughs> I just saw so, he posted it. <laughs> yeah, he posted it with like little blushing uh, emoji. Yeah, not that nigga tweeted it. He was like, look, best moment of my life. <laughs> right. So Nia jumped into the shade room comments for the video and said, "Everybody, single down, simmer down. I'm single as fuck." <laughs> Which to that I just say, I know that's motherfucking black ass, goddamn living right. Yeah, Nia is getting her flirt on, and it's nice to see her getting reacclimated mm-hmm. to whatever the single landscape is, right? And doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? She's and. And that didn't even feel, like, deep. It was just like, oh, you're a cute face. I know who you are from that yeah. one group. Oh, come on, let's take another picture. It really wasn't just like, what are you doing after this? Right. It wasn't like, suggestive at all. At all. It was like, oh, let's take another photo together. Yeah, no. And he was nerding out because Nia Long is fucking it's gorgeous. Fine. right. And why wouldn't you? <laughs> I can't think of a man who wouldn't be like, not one. <laughs> As I said, if she would have held my hand, I would have been like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I feel like y'all, I saw that same clip and y'all really made the most out of that. And I think that's just because of the Ime Udoka news and everybody knowing about, you know, this very public split. Absolutely. Y'all just did the most behind that. Let that lady be single. But even to that, it's like, why would she even want to go and get settled into some? I mean, celebrities and regular people do it all of the time. You they know, do. people break up oh, and yes. and dive directly into another mm-hmm. relationship. So it could be a situation where it's like, you know, J Lo, I don't want to be single. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't like being by myself. <laughs> right. I ain't meant to live alone. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just, I saw that video and I was just like, nothing about this suggests yeah, that no, this lady it is dating this man. <laughs> it doesn't. Nothing. Y'all say anything. <laughs> Let Omarion be geeked. <laughs> Let Nia Long but be Nia, fine. But Nia, single looks great on you, sis. Go yes, ahead girl. and be fine and booked. Mm-hmm. You can do bad all by yourself and you're not doing bad. You're doing great. Know, that's right. You look phenomenal. I hope she's happy. 
Rapper Flo Rider was uh, awarded $82 million. Wowzers. <laughs> in a lawsuit against the energy drink maker Celsius. So apparently he sued them for a breach of contract over an endorsement deal from 2014. Um, he and the jury, I guess, uh, believe that Celsius uh, should have awarded him 750,000 company shares as well as royalties. Uh, he was only compensated with 250,000 shares of the company after his... Uh, contract signing or whatever okay and feels like are uh, he and his attorneys say you know he did his part in helping a struggling local company um become relevant mm-hmm. i guess and i suppose broward county's court and the jury agreed and this nigga came up on 82 million goddamn Damn. <laughs> i just heard of celsius i promise you like six months ago I've never heard of it. I'm not an energy drink type. (laughs) Yeah. I'll do it. (laughs) I'll do it in the morning. (laughs) I will do do them in the morning sometimes Mm. when I'm like trying to just make it. Yeah. Um, I have not ever tried this one and I suppose I won't be given the chance to after this lawsuit. Because do they have 82 million to give to that man? Sounds I don't like know another how problem. that's working out. Yeah, um, yeah. Better find somebody with some apple bottom jeans. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Is what? that his song? <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't what know that. The I thought the that was looking at her. T Pain and Florida. Oh, okay. I thought it was just T Pain. So never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, good for him. Eighty-two million, and he went for what? Like a hundred thousand? Not good for him because let me tell you what this nigga oh. said. Oh, oh no. Oh damn. He said, this was a long journey, but we prevailed from the start. I only wanted what I worked for, nothing more, nothing less. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Then he said, I gained a new respect for the judicial system, most importantly. And I just want to say, God bless America. What? (laughs) Niggas get a couple of million through the courts. Oh, my God. never been wronged by the judicial system. (laughs) You couldn't tell them shit about being a nigga in America when they get a couple of stats up off of the courts. Fuck is you talking about? You you got a new respect for the judicial system and God bless America. Because you on the winning side of it. You're not in criminal court. And you Exactly. And you on the winning side of a lawsuit. You like only in America. Nigga, move around. Okay, Shut yeah. up. You could have left that part out, my nigga. You y- really could have. You could have told them to kiss your ass and they still would have had to give you money. Like the judicial, you that. literally could have walked out and been like, the judicial system can still suck the hair off my tank. That's right. And you still would have to, you, you get your money. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to do this. Nope. So, but I'm I mean, if that's how you feel. That's how you feel. I mean, Thanks for sharing. I, I feel like even if I had just won $82 million, I would not have thought to thank America or the judicial Never system. in my living days. <laughs> I just thought that would not have been the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Gained a new respect. You got me dizzy. Absolutely not. These niggas, are you joking? <laughs> so. Oh, well. Um... 
All right. So Carisha says she like getting peed on. And y'all have made it a conversation piece. Oh, Lord. So P. Diddy, as in P-E-E, Diddy oh, went yeah. trending for like a solid three, four days after the latest episode of Carisha Please. That's one of those things, like the first person who said it, probably a riot. <laughs> I mean, by the time it got to me, (laughs) it's like really, it just feels like it it is right there. Um, so on the latest episode of Kreisha, please, which I still have not watched, um, Kreisha gets interviewing uh, her hometown legend, and I think Godmother Trina. I'm pretty sure Trina is her godmother. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense, actually. <laughs> I don't know why I'm surprised to hear that, because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that tracks. Um, And so they're talking, you know, about all of the hood shit and ratchet shit and fucking or whatever else they be talking about on Christian, please. And um, they start to play... <sighs> I'm going to get to this in a second. These people are brilliant. So Carisha has this new drinking game that's like a card game called Risha Roulette. Oh no. This sounds like Where hell. I guess you like it <laughs> I sincerely believe it is everything you're thinking of. <laughs> I know it's hell. I know it is. Cards include directions such as take a shot if you like golden showers. I saw one that said something to the effect of take a shot if you fucked a nigga who was also fucking a nigga or something like that. So it's like... It's like... You know, if you were were drinking after watching, you know, four hours of BT Plus programming. Lord. (laughs) And I'm not surprised because the clips I see from Carisha, please, are... Oh, my God. (laughs) Just so far outside of what I expect from a typical interview experience. So I'm actually not surprised that the whole topic of golden showers and, you know, elimination during sex, I'm not even surprised that came up. Yeah, well, uh, Mama said that she's into it. She and she enjoys it. Um, she said, "Just do something to me." Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, the internet has been having their fun with that. I guess Trina said that she hasn't uh, received, but she does give them, which is so Trina. It makes sense um, as well. Yeah, it sounds it like the trainer. Sounds like something niggas would ask her to do. <laughs> yeah. It does. Um. All right. So I'm not interested in kink shaming anybody. Um, yeah. Yes, I am. But I'm not going to. Um, um <laughs> can, what so what do you have to okay I believe that consenting adults should be able to engage in these things if they uh, so desire without and like I think that 
enough niggas and other people are being pissed on um, for sport that the gaggery and the memery of it to me is like equally yeah without entertainment um i'm more entertained by the fact that y'all think Sean Combs and Carisha Brownlee are engaged in any form of sexual intercourse or or mm. sexual anything you still don't think so? I don't even think they watch porn together, my nigga. No. Huh. Hmm. I don't know why. No. I think I think they have. I don't know why, though. I just get that I feeling. I truly don't. I don't know why I feel that way, but I do. <laughs> I feel like something happened between the two of them at least once. Um, I guess just because of the sheer number of gifts and how expensive they are, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But It don't. I'm I'm actually very proud of me because if if this story would have came out a few years ago, I would have been throwing up and being very disgusted the whole time you was talking about it. And now I'm just sitting here listening to grown people talk about the things they enjoy sexually and it does not turn my stomach. Is it for me? Of course not. But like you said, consenting adults, y'all do whatever y'all want to. I don't have to be a part of that. So, I mean, I, I hope he's, I just hope that the nigga is hydrated. That's all I ask. I just hope, you know, it's least the nigga. he had a lot of water. I feel like it's still asking a lot of a nigga. I mean, and maybe you like it tart. Maybe you like it overripe. Maybe no, 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 you don't. Maybe you like it fragrant. I don't know. All right, we're done. That's oh. fine. So that's what Carisha said. And if you Good feel for the same her. way, God bless Good you. Good for her. Um, I just feel like, you know... Is there? I don't know. You're I trying really, so I hard to say something that's I, not kink shaming. You are trying so hard <laughs> because it's like it wasn't even some. I also I agreed that it was just like oh okay like I don't know how to like. It's not like you can see someone and be like you seem like you're in the golden shower. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Tell that you give me water sports. <laughs> so it's like oh okay you're into that cool. Like I'm not like blown away or disgusted by it. I also feel like maybe we need some boundaries in <laughs> our business and how much of it we're willing to discuss and share, especially unnecessarily and without any form of understanding or ability to, like, expand upon. Mm. You know, you can't really, like, break down for for those of us who may have questions or may who be on the other side of things not judgment just you know curiosity curiosity you don't have like the ability or the vocabulary yet or or ever maybe to be like oh here's why or here's how i'm stimulated by it mm-hmm. it's just like oh yeah let's just do something to me i don't Okay, I guess we're done here. <laughs> like, there's Thank nothing. Thank you for that piece of information. That right. We now know. Like, your guest doesn't agree, so like, we're just done talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, if you are tuning into Carisha, please, you're not looking for that kind of in-depth conversation anyway, though. Like, you're not looking for the conversation to really get that technical or 
I don't want to say intelligent because I don't think she's a stupid girl, but you're just not looking for the conversation to go there. <laughs> like, you're not missing that at mm. all. The fact that she said it and it was salacious, that is all that you're tuning in for. I just would like a bridge sometimes when people are talking about, I don't give a fuck if you're talking about like kinks, if you're talking about your baseball card collection, if you're talking about why you make like, artisanal belts mm. if you're talking about why you're obsessed with hiking like anything yeah. i like to learn so fun. if i don't feel like i can get any sort of explanation or whatever it's just like okay well we're sitting here it doesn't mean that i feel like you should be shamed it's just like okay we're just talking about things i guess for the the purpose of sensationalist i don't know yep exactly that though that is exactly the reason we're talking about it and we're all done up in full hair and makeup and dressed and we're on set and all that because we are going to clip this and it is going to go on the shade room and it's going to go viral and we're going to get more people to watch or listen to whatever it is we do like that is the whole reason so yeah, that's all they wanted out of her. And they got it. <laughs> By way of, of me doing research and reading up on this topic for this week, I also uh, unfortunately came across an interview where Kevin Gates said uh-uh. that not only does he like to be pissed on by women, he has once asked a woman to piss in a cup while he was driving. All and right. And then drank uh, from him. All right. All right. Now, you didn't have to. So. All kinds of stuff happening. What else? I mean, Kevin Gates, this is the same nigga who fucked his cousin, like, knowingly, willingly. So I'm not I'm not surprised at anything that he says. Not anything. Yeah. I mean, that was a lot, though. Do you really... I, I feel like you didn't have to share all of those details with me, so... Did you see Boosie's daughter's freestyle? <laughs> I did not, but I did see that she has a girlfriend. <laughs> So Boosie has a 20-year-old daughter by the name of, I want to say it's Iviana. Maybe mm. her, like, rap name, I think, is Poison Ivy. Okay. She might, well, this is, she's 21, but I kept reading that she's 20, so I don't, whatever. Um, either way, um, she raps, and she apparently has a girlfriend and is recently um, gone public with this girlfriend um and so that has also been making its little rounds on on social media because her father boosie is uh, notoriously homophobic and transphobic takes every opportunity he can to speak out against um people who identify as gay trans queer or anything got nothing to do with him or shouldn't have anything to do with him because he'd like you to think that he's not involved in the community or a part of the community um so here we are uh with uh his child who is coming into her own and uh doing her thing now I'd like to start this off by saying I was quite impressed with her rap, rapping ability. Mm, okay. I thought that uh, I forgot the show that she did this freestyle verse thing on, uh, but I thought she sounded really good. I'd like to hear more from her if that's what she's capable of. Um, as far as the rest of it goes, 
sweetheart, with that nigga being your daddy, I wish Woo! you nothing but the best. God bless you. Um, and I I hope that you have support, love, um, and warmth in all the right places and all the necessary places. Yeah. And that's that. All I can say is good luck with having Boosie as daddy. I mean, and that's regardless yeah, of sexual really, period, orientation. Huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of anything else you got going on, child, Boosie is one of your biological parents. Then I'm just pleading the blood over your whole life because goddamn that nigga is stupid. So, um Because at this point you've probably survived on a diet of nothing but okay. honey buns and checks <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Capri Suns, but yes. <laughs> and I just saw that Boosie's middle name is Ivy. So I'm sure her name is Iviana. But congrats to you and your girlfriend. Congrats. on She can rap. I mean, and congrats on coming out knowing that your father is as ignorant and as, as hateful as he is. That could not have been super easy. But yeah, wishing her the best. I'll go listen to her Talk music. Talking about other people's kids with his dumb ass. Uh, I see Kalani follows her on Instagram. <laughs> Of course she does. Of course she does. <laughs> of course she oh, does. good for you, Iviana. Kalani is like lesbian Glinda. The good <laughs> The witch. good witch. Wait, I don't get it. How? It's like I don't know either. I'm working <laughs> hold on. Let me figure it out. Will I go? <laughs> It's like you are a lesbian <laughs> and you land in what is it, Oz? Yeah. And let's say Oz is your sexuality. And you're met by Glinda, who is like, hey girl, we gay. I'm in charge, yes. Here we go. And then like waves her wand over you mm-hmm. when you get like corn robes and like <laughs> a Mary Jean strap. Oh my God. <laughs> Two of your fingernails get cut down short. Yep. <laughs> And then it's time. Then you've been inducted into the Dyke Hall of Fame. It's time for you to go take your place. Get started. Get to work. I really wish her nothing but that. Yes. An ignorant nigga being your daddy uh, is one thing. An ignorant nigga who is also an influential nigga that has other niggas around them who tell them that everything they do is correct. Oh, no. Woo! My God. A rich, famous, stupid daddy. Woo. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> at least my parents was regular. They had nobody okay. but their parents. So when they was right. I praise God nobody was picking apart the dumb shit that my parents said when I was coming up. God damn. Good Lord. Yeah. I couldn't do it. So happy for her. Um, speaking of lesbians, Raven Simone, Simonia. <laughs> um has a new TikTok that made its round on some blogs because she's talking about her middle name again and the pronunciation of it. It's Raven Simonier. Oh, it really is that? Yeah, and not Simone. Oh, I okay. Did you think that was a joke? Yeah, I thought you were... You think RuPaul was being funny? I literally thought <laughs> that the drag queens decided to call Simone, our queen, Simonier. And so the Simonier thing just kept going and it was like a running gag okay wow if i'm not mistaken raven was actually a guest judge on drag race at one point and yeah she was they had this conversation like i think rupaul when she was like raven like she said 
I think they did this, which to me, when I saw this TikTok, I was like, we've had this conversation before about her, about the pronunciation of her middle name. Mm. So to me, it was like one of two things or both things. One being this is for like younger folks on TikTok slash folks who maybe know her from Raven's Home. Yep, 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 yep. That maybe aren't familiar with the fact that her name is not pronounced Simone. And also the fact that she looked cute in the video and liked her outfit and just wanted to make a TikTok. <laughs> it's like, right. what can I make a TikTok about? Yeah. My nickname, I mean, my middle name. Because um, even in the caption of the of the video, she says, those who know, know fit was cray that day. And she has like on a cute Gucci cardigan and like some Gucci frames and her bald head. And she's right. like in her car looking like she just came from some meetings or something. So I think that honestly, it's not blog worthy even. She just made a TikTok. And mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you look at her it. name and if you know French, then it makes sense because that's what that little mm-hmm. accent over the E means. Mm-hmm. I think niggas have just collectively decided to ignore that. <laughs> Yeah. And and honestly, I thought, well, you know, black people, we love putting accents and shit on top of stuff and we don't really mean it. We don't care that that changes the pronunciation of the sure don't. letters. <laughs> right. It's like, it's just a cute way. We're going to decorate the E. So mm-hmm. It's basically just holding your pinky out when you drink Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're still a nigga and this is a nigga drink. Like, whatever uh, makes you feel about this. Yeah. So, but also, <laughs> Raven has answered to Simone for a lot of her career. A long time. Um, and it feels like I don't know that she's ever. She probably has talked about it now. I don't know, but it all, it reminds me kind of of Rihanna and how oh, Rihanna's yeah. name is Rihanna, and she's just like, all right, y'all just gonna say whatever the fuck you want to. I'm not gonna argue with every single one of y'all bitches. I'm rich, so <laughs> whatever. And even now, I try to say Rihanna, and I'm so conditioned to say Rihanna. Yeah. After so long of her just being like, girl, whatever, that. Um, it's not that I need a reminder, but I need to like, yeah. Sometimes I have to be like, oh yeah, that's not that girl's name. Didn't so, the same thing happen with Denzel Washington, where he was like, it's actually Denzel. And really, I think so. <laughs> yes, he said it on the BBC. He was like, y'all have just been saying <laughs> Denzel, but it's actually Denzel. <laughs> He's Denzel Junior, and so to differentiate between him and his daddy. His mama started calling him Denzel. So, not only have we called that nigga Denzel. Oh yes, and we'll continue. There is an adult generation of Denzels right oh, now. Oh yeah, named after that nigga because of him. <laughs> That's right. Their names aren't Denzel. <laughs> no, they're not because we thought Even that nigga name was Denzel. The exact same way. Wow, gag me in my toes. Yeah, there's probably a lot of stories like that. So yeah, you just never know till niggas tell you. All right, Raven. I hope everything is uh, well. Yeah, I hope you and your wife. white wife are doing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I hope y'all doing good. Who's next? Yeah, now. who's next? <laughs> oh, last but not least, um. Wait, where am the I? The topics are so long. Girl, good night. So that's <laughs> it for the hot times. I looked at this bitch and was like, are you serious? Y'all took hour. a week off and so now all of a sudden you have everything to talk about. <laughs> that's it. We're done. What's the, what's the ad? <laughs> We're moving on. 
Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. All right, we're back. It is time to read your letters. Yes, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter comes from Tess, who says, I wondered if you two had heard of or watched The Dragon Prince on Netflix. It's made by the creators of Avatar. Super charming with lots of callbacks for Avatar fans. And I really feel like Tess just said, I wonder if you two have heard of it because she knew that I hadn't. (laughs) And she was just being kind. And it's really, has Kid Fury ever heard of the Dragon Dragon Prince or have you seen it? I haven't even finished Avatar, so. How, where are you in Avatar? Um, I think. That's more important. Question. I think the second episode. Episode? Yeah, I think so. I think that's where I stopped. Yeah, I think it was. You need second. to finish it. Uh, yeah, no, I will. Mm-hmm. It is so good. I can tell. Crystal, yeah. It's. It is Steven Universe level of... Is it that good now? Because you know how I feel about Steven to Universe. Me, like, to me. Okay. In terms of character development, in terms of charm, in terms of, like, themes that, like, link to, like, the real world of all kinds. Okay. Um... That's a big statement, but since you since you said it's that, so I will, good. You I need will to bump, finish it. I will bump it up the priority list since you said that. I've been meaning to restart Avatar: The Last Airbender from the beginning, but I haven't just because there's so many new shows that I'm I'm not finished with and other stuff I need to catch up on. So I haven't gone back to it. But the moment that I get a chance, I'm going to binge the whole entire series all over again and The Legend of Korra. Um. But yes, I had the answer to the question, have I heard of the Dragon Prince? Um constantly. Have I sat down and watched it? No. Mm-hmm. Um 
I probably will at some time, like I said, when I have some free time and I see it, I get a chance to check it out. Um, Because I've heard nothing but good things about it. Mm -hmm. But um, at the same time, like I said, I want to rewatch the... Uh, the original Avatar. Yeah. And they have a bunch of new stuff coming out. Like they have a new, I think they're working on a new series, a movie or two, Mm. and a whole bunch of other shit. So, yeah. The Benders have a lot to look forward to. But I haven't watched The Dragon Prince yet. And what was the other one on Netflix people said we would like if we liked Steven? Um, She-Ra. Shira. Really? Actually, I've watched the first season of Shira and it really is good. Okay, let me add Shira to the list. You know what I enjoyed that was animus not on Netflix or anything, but have you heard of Marcel the Shell with Shoes on? Yes. <laughs> have you seen it? Yes. It is so fucking cute. Mm. Yeah. It was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award um, and it lost to, uh, I think, Pinocchio, but it was I think nominated, nominated for an Oscar. It too. is. And I was so excited that it was. And and so when it got nominated for the Critics' Choice Award, that was before. And then I went to I was on a flight last week and it was available to stream. And when I tell you my black ass was sitting there with tears pouring down my face. It's here. All on them people airplane. It is adorable. I don't know where it's streaming. I don't think it's streaming on any like it's not on like Netflix or Hulu or anything. I think you might have to pay five dollars on Amazon or something. Yet. But Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I cannot recommend it enough if you're looking for an animated, cute little kind of animated movie. Um yeah. to tug on the heartstrings. It's truly adorable. So but yeah, girl, you know I ain't seen no last first dragon, last dragon. Don't know what yeah, no, I haven't seen the that. Dragon the Dragon Prince. The Dragon Prince, sorry. But I will, mm-hmm. I really will watch Avatar. Um, now that you've said all Yeah, that. no, you have to. Okay. That's just, like, required viewing. All so right. good. Well, let's dive into all of y'all's mess and drama and problems. So our first letter this week comes from Della, who says, My baby daddy's mama died, and I'm having a hard time finding a fuck to give about it. I don't know how I knew that's how that was going. <laughs> Somehow <to> you did. <laughs> Let's go. I don't wish death on nobody's mama, but when I say that this nigga is a deadbeat, I mean him and the whole family, including his mama, have done absolutely fuck all for my eight-year-old daughter. My baby daddy cheated on me multiple times, gave me an STI, made me take a paternity test to prove that my daughter was his, and he still don't do shit for her. He moved four states away when she was three, so he is not here for physical support, and he doesn't even... He did what when she was three? He moved four states away. Oh. So he's not here for physical support and he doesn't even FaceTime her on a regular basis, even though she has her own iPad and he can talk to her whenever he wants. He has never supported her financially and he is emotionally and mentally immature and refuses to go to therapy. I say all that to say that me and my family have been my child's sole support system since the day she was born. Jesus. His sister called me a few days ago and tried to chastise me by asking why I didn't bring my child to see her grandmother when she was dying in the hospital. My baby had the flu and couldn't go to begin with. But furthermore, why would I? When I mentioned that her brother was a Debbie, she said that don't have nothing to do with us. So I wanted to say, yo, mama dying don't have nothing to do with us. (laughs) But I didn't. I just let her talk her shit. And then I hung up. How do I politely tell these people that I'm sorry for their loss, but they will not be projecting their grief onto me? My daughter says she doesn't want to go to the funeral, so she won't be going. And I don't even know if I feel comfortable going myself. Do y'all think I should? 
What would you do? I know you two don't have kids, but if you could live vicariously through me for the day, what would you do? Thanks and love you both, Della Reese. <laughs> <laughs> she gave Honestly, herself that name. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it <laughs> Honestly, I feel like a lot of that would be based <laughs> on the relationship I had or, yeah, the relationship I had with his mama. Mm. And it doesn't sound like you had much of one. Yeah, no. You said she didn't do shit for your your baby in addition to the rest of the family, so... So I should be rushing to take my baby to go be mm-hmm. by her side off of obligation? Like, y- you did not get me pregnant, your <laughs> mama did not get me pregnant, and the nigga that did ain't did shit. And My baby don't want to go. Yes. I don't want to go. Yes. <laughs> and the mama ain't did shit. It would be one thing if the baby daddy was trifling, but the mama was sending money and babysitting and all that, because yes. that happens a lot. Or even just individually had a relationship with the baby. Yeah. If I hate you and I hate your son, that's one thing. But if my, if you and my baby planted flowers together or yep. made cookies or whatever, whatever, or something like that, you know, then even if the child maybe didn't want to go to the funeral, I might try to like talk to her about why, whatever. Even though I don't, I don't even know if I would want to. I mean, we can have the conversation about why, but if she don't want to go, I'm not going to force her to go, period. But if I didn't even like the grandma, I'm not even going to talk to her about why she don't want to go because I know why you don't want to go. You don't know that old bet. Like, <laughs> she ain't do shit for you. <laughs> You ask I mean, any eight-year-old. But that's old. tea. Like, it's true. You want to stay home and play Roblox? Or you want to go to a funeral for a woman you met once when you were six months old? And you got a lot of nerve calling me, all things considered, and trying to chastise me or pressure mm-hmm. me into doing anything for your dead-ass mama when you know that you're, that this child's daddy ain't been shit, ain't right. been there. You have not been there. Right. Your mama ain't been there. So why should I inconvenience myself and my child to be there for y'all when either that. of us want to be? Yeah. You better email a, uh, your favorite picture of that lady at, so I can put it <laughs> in, in my child room or something like that. Tell her some kind stories because mm-hmm. we're not coming, girl. I'll just Build have it on the phone. I'll just have the picture on the phone for when she inevitably has a family tree project at school in the next couple of years and she needs a picture of her grandma to put on a piece of poster board. And that'll be that. Like, um, if I were you, Della, I would not be bothering myself or my child about going to that woman's funeral. I really don't understand how, as an auntie, you're not involved like, I I really don't get that as an auntie myself. Like, it is nothing that they could do to keep me from my nephew. I mean, obviously, there's something. But, like, you would have to... It takes heaven and earth to keep me from, like, being a support system for my nephew. That's what I'm saying. I just don't know how you have a whole-ass niece out there and act like you don't give a shit. But people do it with their kids all the time. So, they do. And it's really crazy to me that this, what this letter is really about is how we just accept family dysfunction and the people who don't accept it are the ones who get ostracized and put out and cussed out and talked bad about and oh she thinks she this and ain't that some shit for people why you didn't bring her up here she need to see her dying grandmama her dying grandmama she's been on this earth for eight fucking years and you did not give one damn any of the days she was alive about her so now i'm supposed to pack her up and disrupt her routine 
for people who demonstrated all their all her life that they didn't give a shit about her? Why would I do that? <laughs> so yeah, girl, that's what I would do. His sister can fuck off. He can fuck off. <laughs> like, I, and I don't need to speak to none of y'all. I, me and my family have been raising this child. We're gonna continue to do that. I don't care about pleasing none of you niggas. I'm not going out of my way for that woman's funeral. Sorry, not sorry. Get the fuck. I over don't it. understand why you would, if you did not have a nice, bouncy, sweet relationship with this child in right. life, subject her to the funeral. Let's yeah, let's no. let's put on our black dresses and go sit in this church and get snubbed at the oh she can't sit with the family and and people talking That's- shit. And being catty and all that. Let's go set ourselves up for a bunch of nigga drama when we could be at home eating nachos instead. That's exactly what I was just thinking like a minute or so ago. It's like children are also not stupid. Right. And they will absorb all of the energies from you, their auntie, their daddy, Mm -hmm. their uncles, whoever the fuck else is there. All of that shady shit that will very likely be on display. Yep. That child will absorb and then associate with her grandmama. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of mess, girl. I'm sorry. Like, what's the point? Yeah. I'm Y'all just trying that. to pull, trying to be controlling and weird. Fuck yeah. out of here. Y'all My answer is no. But I'm glad that you pointed out that we ain't got no kids, so. And honestly, you know, we have a lot. With what we do have. We have a lot of letters from parents, and all of them say, "I know y'all don't have no kids, but I'm asking anyway." So for whatever so, reason, listen, <laughs> for whatever reason, you know. y'all have decided <laughs> that we are the ones. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, Della, the girl, girl. No, we wouldn't be doing that. We would My be moving. No. We would be moving right the fuck along with our Saturday. Mm-hmm. Do it. I get somebody else to do it. Um, our next letter comes from Abby. Did, I hope we didn't read this last week. The one about 80. Oh, <laughs> we didn't record last week. Duh. All right. Abby said, I was recently diagnosed with ADHD at the age of 28. I always thought there was something off when I was in school because I was unmotivated, forgetful and messy. But I was well-mannered and shy kid, uh, a well-mannered and shy kid and performed well on standardized tests and had good grades. I told my mom that I had been diagnosed and her response was, oh, we already knew that. And I was immediately irate. What? I told her that that would have been helpful to know and asked why she never got me help. And she said she didn't want me to be treated differently. I was different, though. And I told her that. And then I thought about all those ass whoopings I got for what were actually instances of me showing symptoms of ADHD. And asked her what was a whooping going to do when they knew I was neurodivergent. My mother said that regardless of a diagnosis, I would have needed to learn to do things like clean up or get my work done anyway. I'm a successful 28-year-old woman now who has graduated from college and I'm thriving in my career and my parents attribute all of this to their fantastic raising of me. But I'm starting to realize that I came out pretty great in spite of the lack of diligence on my parents' part. Who knows who I could have been with the proper tools and help? How do I deal with my resentment of my mom for not helping me when she could? Thanks. Love the show. Abby. I don't even know where to start. Man, I I picked this letter because unfortunately it just hit a little too close to home. <laughs> I feel I'm a, I identify a little bit too much with this one. 
I wasn't diagnosed as a kid, but a teacher, I remember this very clearly when I was in fifth grade, I went to the same elementary school that my mama taught it. So <sighs> I basically could never fuck up because the teachers would be like, I will go around the corner and get your mama. Like, don't play with me. So, but anyway, one of my teachers in fifth grade told my mama in front of my face that they needed to get me evaluated for ADHD because I was showing like every last one of the signs. And my mama said, ain't nothing wrong with her. She just need to sit down and focus and quit playing around. Stop trying to, you know, rush through her work or whatever. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that girl. She just need to get her shit together, basically. And so you fast forward now all these years and I certainly have been diagnosed with ADHD. And it's like, I struggled so much throughout middle school and high school and was punished for it. And the whole fucking time, the answer was right in front of them niggas' faces. And they were like, oh, uh-uh, no. Like, you be all right. Like, she, it's her own fault. Like, it's something wrong with me. Like, the idea that there was, like, I, it was like some character flaw. Like, they fully believed that. Like, oh, the only thing wrong with Crystal is that she just won't sit her ass down and focus on her damn work. Like, no, there is something else going on here. And you have been told that. And you just said, oh, no, mm -mm, it must be that my daughter is misbehaving and she needs to stop that. So, huh, I really identify <laughs> Abby a lot with this. And the resentment is hard. I'll say that. Yeah. It is extremely difficult to work through. Yeah, I agree. Like, I was... I was... I don't know if I was diagnosed, but I think I've talked about how when I was around 14 or 15, I went to therapy for the first time, and my psychiatrist suggested that I might have ADHD and dyslexia. Mm. And my mom was like, nope, mm -mm, no, nope, that's not God's plan. Nope, mm -mm, no, no, no. And I never saw him again. Black and, people. Uh... In my adult life, even to the, like, even today, I don't know what I was reading. And I, some, something made me feel like, hmm, might be some of that Lex. <laughs> <laughs> that's that Lex creeping up on me again. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. And I like, I haven't even talked to my actual, like, let's see my last psychiatrist I did, I think, um, about it. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's just like, we have such a fucked relationship with getting better in those ways. We do. Even me, someone who is very aware of my mental health situation mm -hmm. and shortcomings and how they can um, flare up or whatever, um, I still don't treat my mental illnesses the way that I would physical illnesses mm -hmm. like having a cold, yeah. having the flu, um... If I had the flu or if I had COVID or something like that, I would obviously and reasonably mm -hmm. take a break. Right. Rest. And get better. <laughs> but when I'm like at the point of literal, but I'm just at a dangerous, harmful levels of mental uh, illness or instability. 
I still pressure myself to go do everything that I need to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not sneezing. I'm not coughing. My head don't hurt. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Even though I, the stress and anxiety and all this stuff still manifests itself physically. In our yep, lives. sure does. I still feel like I'm trained to be like, oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, not. it's really not. And that is, a lot of it is internalized ableism if you are if you are mentally ill and yet punishing yourself for being mentally ill it's like why can't I seem to have the grace for myself that I would for somebody else with this exact same diagnosis or in the same position like why am I struggling so much with that and a lot of it is like I want to be fair especially in the 80s and 90s there's a lot of stigma around ADHD or ADD and like Y'all's kids is just bad. You just need to whoop your kids. Like there was a lot of, I remember all of those conversations, but like, and there is still stigma around neurodivergence, anybody who is perceived to be different. And so this comes up a lot for me in my program, different aspects of disability comes up a lot in like every class actually. Um, And so I, I say all that to say that like, I'm not going to sit here and make a bunch of excuses for the parents in this situation because I know a lot of you were doing the best you could and didn't know no better. But it is also true that a lot of the times your best was not sufficient and you really owe your adult children an honest apology and an acknowledgement of that. Everything else aside, that was the child. You were the parent. And But for a lot of people, it's pride or ego or this idea that like your children owe you a certain amount of respect or deference that you don't owe them even into adulthood. Like that keeps people from being real with their kids and saying, damn, I really fucked up. Like you 28 years old and, and we used to beat you for things that we, we knew why you were doing these things. Like we, we had the diagnosis. We knew what was going on. They told us what was going on with you. And we still beat you for something knowing that it was outside of your control. Like, that is extremely fucked up. So I would say, you know, it, it's very, very reasonable to want your mother to atone for that. If you don't have a therapist, I highly recommend getting one to help you process through that resentment. Because if you went through that, I'm going to hazard a guess that that is not the only fucked up thing that happened to you when you were a child that might still be having an effect on you today. Um, and so maybe thinking of it like, you know, she did her best or she must not have. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, when it comes to dealing with resentment, I would say letting it out is what has helped me the most. Cause one thing about my parents, they get told about themselves. (laughs) I don't hold back. If you don't like it. Oh, fucking well. You know how many years y'all did shit I didn't like. And I had to take that on the fucking chin. Cause if I talked back, you would have knocked my head off my shoulders. And we all know that. If I would have said how I felt, y'all would have put me in the ER. So, yeah, now that I'm grown, I'm going to say how I feel. And you can take it or not, but I'm going to say it. And so that is something that helped a lot with me is just being straight up like, yo, you niggas harassed me. Y'all tortured me. Y'all knew what I was going through and was like, fuck you anyway. Like, that's very shitty. And I don't appreciate it. You made my life so much harder than it had to be. You, you're supposed to be my parent. You're not supposed to be my first fucking bully. But a lot of y'all are. And you take pride in it. 
So, yeah, therapy has helped a lot with the resentment, getting it off my chest and and holding space for, you know, they're human and there's no parenting guide and blah, blah, blah. All the things that everybody else will tell you. All of that is true. Everybody loves to rush and defend parents. Oh, it's the hardest job. Okay, and and a lot of y'all don't need to be doing it. A lot of you are ill-equipped for the job of parenting. Emotionally, you're not up to it. And so... I'm going to leave it there, Abby. I could honestly go on and on for hours about this. But yeah, therapy and letting it all out, journaling, talking to friends about it, all those things can help. Um, And yeah, wishing you the best of luck. We're going to wrap up the letters right there. If you have a question for us, again, send that over to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll be right back. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. We're back, and it is now time for the read. And I'm just going to go ahead and get these quick things off of my chest so we can move on. Pardon me. One. Which one do I want to... Okay, so I wrote a quote today. Um, from, I think, the CEOs at Netflix. Oh, Lord. And they said that Netflix has never canceled a successful show. Um, they said a lot of these shows were well-intended, but talked to a very small audience on a very big budget. The key to it is you have to be able to talk to a small audience on a small budget and a large audience on a large budget. Mm. <laughs> if you do that well, you can do that forever. First of all, I don't like being spoken down to. I don't like you telling me <laughs> that an apple type tastes like an apple and an orange tastes like a fucking orange. Duh. That's one. Two, nobody ever has a motherfucking problem when you speak to a large audience with a small budget. You just don't want to speak to a small audience with a fucking large budget. But that also means, like, first of all, what's your definition of small versus large? Then also, what is your definition of successful? Obviously, your definition of success has to do with monetary gain, Mm -hmm. um, which from an artistic and creative standpoint is obviously uh, unfortunate. But it's also like, Girl, if y'all are cranking out 15 new originals a month. Always. And of the 15 promoting two and a half. Listen, 
There's so much shit on Netflix. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter what the goddamn budget is because a lot of the times we don't hear about the fucking show until it's in its second season or its third goddamn season. And I just feel like it is unfair and it's kind of mean to say that you're not you all you don't cancel successful shows because a lot of these shows are, are involve people in front of the camera and behind the camera that are working tirelessly, sometimes thanklessly, and putting everything that they have into show, especially through the goddamn pandemic and all of the complications that that shit came okay. with. Okay. I just think it's a little unkind to say that you haven't canceled unsuc- you haven't canceled successful shows when Netflix cancels about twenty goddamn shows a month. Including shows that a lot of times have huge fan bases yeah. still instilled in them. It's not our goddamn show that every goddamn, uh, it's not our fault that every goddamn Halloween and Christmas you want to have a new fucking, um, 90, 120 minute motherfucking movie starring Jamie Foxx fighting trolls and elves and vampires and, and, and going to brunch with Jonah Hill. Come on. Because we damn sure don't give a fuck about zombies versus Shamar Moore. But you'll pay for that. That's one. Two. What was my two? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, I would just like to say to Ronald Dion DeSantis, eat dick. Yes. I don't know. And the thing is, Ron DeSantis is like 45 years old or something like that. To be so out of touch, girly, it's a different time and it's a different generation. Do you racist bitches raise racists, breed racists? Breed dumbasses, totes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but at the same time, we are living in an ever, like, visual, like, like, tattletaling, super upfront reporting generation. Like, kids today don't even like. The more that you're like, okay. No AP African American studies. No critical race theory in schools. It's doing too much talk on Black feminism and the Black Lives Matter movement and reparations and how Black people deserve to be treated like human beings. We don't like it. You know it. You can't hide that shit anymore because kids today are not only, I feel like, I don't know if it's smarter but they're way more tapped in to what's really going on. And they're aware of shit like this. And so all they're going to do is take it over to the good old auntie TikTok Mm -hmm. and get to having discussions. If you think that you taking these courses out of schools is going to somehow um, cripple the movement, suppress the movement or make our kids dumber or more ignorant to like the truth that's going on out here you're fucking wrong you're incorrect it is sad that so many people you know support these kinds of antics or agree with it including some black people but you know florida's gonna florida 
Um, if anyone understands that, it's me. But I just want to for for Ron uh, to understand, Ronald. Hey, girl. You're trash. Yep. You're always going to be trash. The things that you stand for to me are trash. Don't say gay. Don't say black. Don't say whatever the fuck. Like, girl, please, 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 please fuck off and make room for someone who is going to actually do things that act, that benefit the state of Florida. Because trying to um, stifle uh, the education and progression of the minds of 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 young kids or young people in Florida, um, it really helps nobody. Right. It helps nobody. And as someone who grew up in the age of the FCAT, I'm just someone who who has looked at politicians in Florida. I had to look directly at y'all for being stupid. For 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 like as like y'all couldn't pass that test. Yeah, yeah. But had the time of your lives trying to tell us how our lives should move and how we should be treated, um, as it surrounds that conversation. So I feel the same way as far as this concerned. I hope that action will be taken, uh, to. Just move things in the right direction as as it pertains to these kids' ed- education and advancement. But also, girl, they are learning more these days, I feel like, mm. on their own, especially in states like Florida, than they would well, yeah. in your goddamn schools, especially your public schools, any goddamn way. Yeah. So all of these antics really are doing is adding stains to your piss poor goddamn time in office anyway. So fuck you and the click that you claim. And also, last but not least, Robin, Juan, girl, move it. Answer the real question. <laughs> we didn't even care about that no more. Why did you ignore the young man's concerns about the assistant coach, Juan? We want to talk about that. Listen, let's get to something that matters. <laughs> I'm done. Well, I'm glad you brought up the Florida thing because I was also going to talk about it. I could not believe <laughs> that story about why they were like, mm, no, they, you're bringing up things like Black Lives Matter and feminism and reparations and we don't like that. And so I will just add to that whole Ron DeSantis thing. It's like one of the like one of the justifications they gave for rejecting the course was that it included no critical perspective or balancing opinion in the lesson that was about compensating Black Americans for slavery and other bullshit that we've been through in this country. All the points and the resources in the study advocate for reparations. There's no critical perspective or an opposing opinion to balance out the lesson. What the fuck lie do y'all want them to tell these kids when you lay out what actually happened to Black people once they got on the shore of this bitch? And then talk about what we are owed because of what we built. What exactly do you think the balancing opinion should be? I'm not, what, that doesn't make sense. And I don't know if you saw that press conference, but when he was like, you know, the course on black history is one thing. Like we love black history, but one of the lessons is queer theory. And who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory? First of all, you're pulling that very particular segment of it. Because you know that you can capitalize on the homophobia of black folks, first of all. 
And in a state like Florida, you know that's going to get niggas riled up. And secondly, anybody who knows what they're talking about would say that an important part of Black history is queer theory because Black queer people are all up and throughout history. We have done so fucking much. We're everywhere and we always have been. And it is extremely fucking relevant to have a lesson on Black queer history or Black queer theory because Black queer people tend to get erased from Black history the same way Black history tends to get erased in American schools overall. So, yeah, of course, we need a lesson about Black queer people because y'all tend to act like we don't exist and haven't done all the many things we've done. Y'all can maybe name James Baldwin. And that's it. And you act like there's nobody else and that nothing else. Barely act like it. And they barely acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. Child, the Florida Commissioner of Education talking about intersectionality as a political position. No, intersectionality is just the reality of life. It's just a... It is a reality that your experience in this world will be affected by the identities that you have. That is just true. I can't strip the blackness or the womanness or the cisgenderness or the queer. I can't strip none of those facets of my life or my identity away from me. And yes, they absolutely affect how I am perceived and am capable of moving around this country and in this world. It's not politics. That's just true. But I also was not even going to focus completely on Florida because I was like, one thing I know about Oklahoma is as soon as I start talking about another state, they're going to pop right up to embarrass me. And sure, e fuck enough, one of the state senators is proposing a bill that would phase out the use of federal funding in public schools. Why would you do this? Oklahoma is already ranked like number 48 in education or something like we're not we're not doing great. No, it's awful. I mean, I'm sure we're in the 40s, if not at the fucking dead ass bottom. But I'm pretty sure this is because for similar reasons um, to Florida, like they don't want to have to comply with federal guidelines about like what is taught, what you can say. And so this idea that over the next 10 years, we need to phase out federal funding for students pre-K through 12th grade. And then use state funds to replace that. How? This is written by somebody whose children are probably not even in public schools. Rich people don't really give a damn what y'all do with the public schools because they're always going to pay the tuition to have their kids sent to a school to get a decent education. It's just an effort to further fuck over the majority of Oklahomans. So, um, fuck you, David Bullard, Oklahoma (laughs) State Senator. Fuck you, Ron DeSantis. And another very quick thing I wanted to say Uh, I'm sure you, the nation's um, preeminent sports journalist, know all Mm -hmm. about Bronny James, his NIL valuation of like seven and a half million. Like the schools, it's just a matter of time for for Bronny and like where he's going for college. And LeBron said the other day that Bronny can go wherever he wants to and all he got to do is pick up the phone and and it'll be done. And that is true. Even if Bronny James wasn't good, which he is, he's very fucking good. But even if he wasn't, the strength off the strength of being LeBron James' son, he's going to go wherever he wants to and play college basketball. What pissed me off was this story that came out today um, on and reported by On3, where a coach, one of the um, college recruitment coaches, because of course a lot of colleges are interested in Bronny James. And so... 
they are apparently upset that they can't go about the recruitment process as they would normally. So one of the coaches said, I tried to get involved, but you have to jump through a thousand hoops just to get to the mom. You're not allowed to talk to the kid. You have to schedule a time on a Tuesday or a Thursday with the publicist just to talk to the mom. Okay. The story goes on to talk about how the circle is very tight. The recruitment is a mystery overall because, again, okay. so my question to these coaches, especially this one who's like, you got to jump through a thousand hoops just to talk to the kid is what the fuck did you think was going to happen when you tried to recruit the son of one of the greatest basketball players of all goddamn time? I don't, I'm, uh, huh? Did you think you was just going to be able to roll up? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? You thought you could just roll up on Bronny James after a game and be like, hey, son, how does $3,000 and a brand new Kia Sorento sound? Like, what? No. Hell yeah, you got to jump through a thousand hoops. Hell yeah, you got to go to Savannah first. And the publicist before that, of course you do. Because the same. they're like bitching about Yes, they're annoyed. That they can't do their normal recruitment tactics with LeBron James's son as they can with every fucking body else. Bitch, he's different. You see that Bronny? That's why y'all gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> it's that mentality. They we don't are, wanna work for it. This name image likeness thing that the kids can do now. As soon as that boy goes to college, he's gonna be wealthy on his own. He don't even need his parents' money because he's gonna be able to make more than enough off of endorsements. But I just was stunned that a coach was like, oh, well, God, it's just so annoying. Like, I'm trying to recruit him, but I got to schedule the time to talk to his mama. What the fuck? Yeah, girl, if you want LeBron James's son to play for your school, you're going to have to talk to his mama. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, Bronny is 18. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to talk to his yeah, fucking mama. you are. And again, you're not going to be able to as offer he him is nothing. The, <laughs> as he is the child <laughs> of one LeBron. LeBron James. And Savannah. It's going to take some time, sis. Child, I could not believe get over it bitch what I was reading that just didn't make no fucking sense to me oh that's so annoying I gotta schedule a time to talk to the publicist just to talk to the mom like yeah girl you do you must don't want Bronny James that bad that's what that's telling me that's what, that's what I'm hearing I don't you just want somebody else like you're not gonna be able to go and offer him pennies to come to your school you're not gonna be able to go and offer. there's nothing what can y'all say none of these colleges it's just a matter of where he wants to go. Which school does he like best? Which campus does he vibe on even? Which coach does he like? Which coaching staff? Like, it's and like, completely girl, up to him. It is not up to y'all. They ain't invent basketball yesterday, bitch. You already know what time it is. Like, why are y'all trying to act all, all right. shocked? And oh my goodness. You know what time it is. You know what this is. Girly, get in line. Shut up. Do the thing. Get to it. Period. Even if he was a regular everyday child, you should anticipate talking to his parents exactly. before talking to him. It's more than a little weird that you grown exactly. niggas exactly go up to high school kids after a game talk about Thank you. call me sometimes. Like it's more than a little strange. Thank you. It actually sounds like it should be standard practice for you to talk to the parents first. So for you to bitch. I like, agree, bitch. Oh, I gotta pull out my calendar just to meet with the mama. The mama is Savannah James. <laughs> Do you know who you're talking about? 
Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? Oh my God. I couldn't believe that shit. Like, my nigga, of all the people, yeah, you're going to have to fight and pray and wait in order to have the chance of recruiting that little boy to come to your school. Good luck. May the odds be ever in your favor or whatever the fuck they said in Hunger Games, girl, because it's a fight to the death for that little boy. Like you say, I don't give a fuck who my kid is. Child. I don't give a feel Le- if I'm, I don't need to be LeBron or married to LeBron or whatever. You need to know that when it comes to this recruitment or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. I'm building walls around my baby. Period. Do you understand me? You are going to have to come in here and really get to chatting me up. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how many hoes and diamonds and pearls are down <laughs> at your establishment, bitch. You ain't going to, I don't give a fuck how, how bad you impress right. this nigga. Get to the things. Right. <laughs> That's somebody's kid. He's not like, these motherfuckers are not yes. chess pieces. Yes. They They're are not test pieces. They're not little toys to to come and play for your 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 establishment mm-hmm. and, and get you points and money and shit like that. They're living people. And when you're talking about college sports and shit like that, mm-hmm. you talk about an 18 year old. You talk about somebody baby. Yeah. I remember changing his goddamn diaper <laughs> and the way that it smelled. <laughs> Kiss my ass. I don't give a fuck how long it takes for you to talk to me, bitch. <laughs> it really is like. The difference, obviously, is that, like, most families are excited about the recruitment process. But even still, the idea that you would recruit a high school child, person, a high school student, and not expect to have to talk to their parents is really fucking crazy. That's like, weird to me. That's weird. But, like, I just don't. I I really, I cannot fathom. Do you not know who LeBron James is? I don't get it. I really don't. Have you, have you heard? Star of Space Jam, A New Legacy? Have I you? Don't... <laughs> <laughs> you, y'all don't be working my nerves, but please be fucking for real. Please. Bitch, you lucky if you ain't got to talk to Zuri first. <laughs> <laughs> y'all dizzy. Right, right. That boy is going wherever the fuck he want to. And no, like having his own dorm room is not that I know. <laughs> Am I supposed to be blown away? Am I supposed to be impressed? <laughs> Child. Foolishness. So, yeah. That's it for me. I was just going to talk about this. I wish to talk to his mom. Garbage I mean, like, It takes a while. Bitch, he's the LeBron. What? Have you tried to get on Savannah James' calendar? I'm sure it is hard. Do you want Bronny James playing for your school or nah? This is what I don't understand. It's supposed the to be nigga's a name is LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> like his name is he's literally named yeah. LeBron James Jr. Yeah, he's the junior. So d- what? <laughs> you thought you was gonna walk right on up to LeBron James Jr. and be like, "Hey, son, you want to come play for Appalachian State?" Get in, loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fucking what? Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) That is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. You can find our merch at shoptheread.com. And what am I missing? Oh, and check our social media um, for links where you can go vote for us for the NAACP Image Awards. Thank you again to the NAACP for our nomination. Um, 
what is it? I think it's arts and entertainment podcast. There are a few different podcasts. Yeah. Categories. So, <laughs> but we'll have a link on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, where you can go vote for us. Um, but yeah, thanks again. And anything else from you before we head out? No, same. Once again, thank you for the nomination. Very excited about it. Uh, please vote. And um, we're in really good company. Congratulations to the other nominees. Oh, yes. Yes. Congrats, everybody. Um, it really is yeah, an honor to really be nominated. Fun. People say that and it's like, girl, shut up. But it is an honor to be nominated. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It Like I said, it, it really it is. gave me a smile when I needed one. Mm-hmm. So, um, but other than that, yeah. I'm going to feed Link, walk Link. <laughs> I'm going to bed. It's 1.30 a.m. Right. So take care of yourselves and we will see y'all hoes next week. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.